The Gemara Masech the Gitin, Daf Nun Ches, says that there was a story with Rabbi Shua ben Chananya who went to Lekrach Gadol Shabiroimi. He went to Rome. He was a big Askan. It's Mavur in the Gemara and other places. And he was involved in the government in Rome. They told him that there was a child in jail, a captive, Yefei Naim, his beautiful eyes, Vitaiv Roi, and a nice appearance. And the locks of his hair are arranged in curls. So he went to the jail and he stood by the door and he said a pasuk. Who's the one who gave over Yaakov, Klai Yisrael, to the enemies to be destroyed? And from inside the jail, the child answered, The end of the pasuk. Hashem did it because we sinned and we did not want to go in His ways. So Bishur ben Hanania heard that. He said, This child is going to be someone who is going to be a teacher, a Gadol Hadar, a Meira Hayron Klai Yisrael. And he made an oath that he is not going to move from Rome until he will redeem this child from captivity for whatever amount of money that they want. The Gemara says that he didn't move from there until he actually redeemed him. And it was only a few days, a short amount of time, until this little child grew up to be a Moira Hayrabi Yisrael. And who was he? He was Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha. And the Mepharshim ask, why is it so important for the Gemara to highlight that the child was good looking? That he had nice eyes, beautiful hair, a radiant countenance. Why? What? Uh, why is that so important? Does that have some bearing on the fact of that he'll be a Meirah Hirabi Yisrael? This week's parsha, parshas Vayigash, Yankov Avinu comes to Paray and Paray says, "Kama Chayecha, how old are you?" And Yaakov answered, "I'm only 130 years old. My years are few, but Maat Viroim, they were few and bad, and that is why I look so old." The Dasekenim brings down a Medrash that says that when Yaakov Avinu told Paroi that my days were few and bad, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I saved you from Esav and I saved you from Lavan. I returned Dina to you and I returned Yosef to you. And you're complaining that my days were Ma'at Viroim. Chayecha, I make a Shvua, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the amount of words in the Psukim from when Paroi asks how old you are, until you answer, Yemei Shnei Chayei Avoisai Bimei Migureyam are 39 words. 39 words are going to be 39 years that are subtracted from your life because of these, I'm sorry, 33 words. Three, 33 words will be subtracted from your life for those 33 words in those two psukim. And Reb Chaim Shmulevitz asks, I understand the second pasuk where Yaakov Avinu answers that my days were few and bad and they were 130 years. That I understand he sinned according to his madrega and though that pasuk, the amount of words in that pasuk should be deducted from his life. But the first pasuk, Vayaymer Paroi, that Paroi said, O Yaakov, Kama Yemei Shnei Chayecha, how many years, how old are you? Why is that in the Cheshman? Why are those words also counted as years to be subtracted from his life? What did Yaakov Avinu do wrong? 
when Pare, that Pare asked him how old you are. So Reb Chaim Shmulevitz answered, I'll pee the, Ram, the Ramban. The Ramban actually asks, what, what was Pari's question? Is that a normal thing to ask someone how old you are when he comes to see you? The answer says the Ramban is, that Pari looked at Yaakov Avinu and Yaakov Avinu was white and Yaakov Avinu was wrinkled and Yaakov Avinu looked like it was 400 years old and Pari couldn't believe it. He hadn't seen anybody. Even the old people of that generation didn't look that old. And he was like, Metame, he wondered, what's going on? Like, how old are you? Are you 400 years old? Doesn't make any sense. And Yaakov Avinu answered, no, I'm not so old. I'm only 130 years old. But I had so many tsaris. My years are few, but they were bad. And it took a physical toll on me, and that's why I look so old. Says Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, that if Yaakov Avinu, through his trials and tribulations, those situations had such an effect on him, physically, that he looks so old, that Lefi Yaakov Avinu's Madrega was a very big time on him. Where is Yamunam Bitalchen and HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Why aren't you don't have Menuchas HaNefesh? For all those years that you were Ba'avel, you were in, in mourning over your son, and all the years he had Saris, it took such a physical toll on you that you look so, so old that Paroi cannot contain himself and ask, How old are you? That's a Taina on Yaakov Avinu. How is that possible? There's a sefer called Mishpat Tzedek, written about 150, 180 years ago, by someone named Ramosha ben Gershon. It's a small sefer, about 100 pages. His other svarim have askamas from Kiveger and other gedolim. It's a small sefer about Chayav Adam Levarach Alarok Kishem Shemavarach Alatayv. A person has to accept everything from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And in that sefer, he brings a story with a doctor who was a very, very wise man. And the king of his place got angry at him and put him in jail. He put him in jail, very narrow cell, almost like a, putting him in a grave. And he said he should be put in shackles, put an iron yoke on his neck, take off his clothing, give him just some rags to wear, give him a little bit of food, just some barley bread and a little bit of water. And the king knew that this Raife, this doctor, was a very smart, wise man. And he wanted to hear how he was going to react while he was in captivity, while he was in his jail. And he told the, the guards, listen in carefully what he says and what he does, and I want to hear back. And the guards did that. And to their dismay, the doctor didn't say one word. He sat there for days on end, quietly. And not only that, he didn't even look like he was in any trouble, in any pain. He was very calm and serene. And they couldn't understand what's going on. And they asked him, like, finally one day they asked him, and said, what are you taking? Are there some pills you're taking to calm you down? Like, what's going on? So he said, yes, I have five different medications that I take. And that heals me and keeps me calm. The first one is, my bitachin in Hashem, the lev melachin biyad Hashem. A king's heart is in the hand of Hashem. Hashem could change the king's mind any day. And whenever Hashem wants me to get out, that will happen. So I'd be talking that Hashem is able to save me. Number two, I know the things in this world only happen because of our Averis. And my Averis caused this. So I should be upset at myself. I have to do tshuva. Number three, 
I know that whatever I get in this world is only to earn Ilam Haba. So it's a good investment. Number four, I say to myself, thank you Hashem, it could have been a lot worse. You're right, I'm in shackles, they could be beating me. They give me barley bread, they didn't have to give me any bread at all. They could have given me every day a worse sentence than the day before. More Yisurim that ascend in severity. And to a point I'll say, oh yeah, I wish it was the way it used to be. I'm very happy, things are very status quo. And number five, Yeshua Hashem Karafayan, Hashem could save me at any moment. Every day I take these five medicines. And that keeps me calm and keeps me cool. And that's the way I'm able to make it through the situation that, that, that I'm in. This child, with, back to the story of Yeshua ben Hananya, this child was in jail. Who was he? He was a captive. Captured from Eretz Yisrael, brought all the way to Rome. Do you imagine what pain he must be going through? Torn from his family. Could be his family was killed. Who knows? What is his future in Rome? The Gemara says all different types of terrible things that the Romans did with the Jewish children that were taken captives, boys and girls. Terrible, terrible things. How should this child have looked? He should have looked like he was a captive. He should have looked like... He was worn out. He was worried. Physically, he should not have looked good at all. And yet the Gemara tells us that Rabbi Shuv heard about a child in this situation whose eyes were beautiful, his face was beautiful, his hair was beautiful, and he said to himself, what's going on here? How's it Shayach that the child should still look beautiful after all he's gone through? And the answer is, he must have strong bitachin in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Must be he's like this doctor who took five medicines a day. And therefore he said, Asid, this child is going to be a Meira Hayrabi Yisrael. Someone who could be in such a situation and walk out looking beautiful the way he is and still look beautiful. Shows his Amunah and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and it hasn't taken a physical effect on him. His strong Amunah that Hashem could save him at any moment. Then Amunah Mitochen and Hashem said Rabbi Shuvah Chenanya, it's a muftach, muftachani, that he's going to be a Meira Hayrabi Yisrael, and I'm going to make sure to redeem him. I'm going to make sure to get him out of that captivity. Yosef HaTzadik was the same way, torn away from his family, torn away from his family and from his brothers. He's in a strange land. He ends up in jail for 12 years. And yet, Yosef HaTzadik, Acharei Hoydi Alekim Pari says, there's a Ruach of Hashem over you. You don't seem to have been affected by being in jail with the dregs of society. You don't seem to have been affected by that. And the truth is, Yosef himself said it. When the Saramashkim and Saraifim had their dreams, Yosef said, The interpretations of dreams belong to Hashem, says the Sipurnai. You know where the Chachma of interpreting dreams comes from? A person has it because he's a Tzalem Elikim. And even though now I'm a slave in jail, but I'm still a Tzalem Elikim, I haven't lost who I am. I know who I am. And Pari called him Tzofnas Paneach. The Nitziv says Tzofnas Paneach means the revealing of something that's hidden, but not just anything that's hidden. 
It's a certain menuchas hanefesh that's hidden. And he explains as follows. He explains that someone, a human being, that's gone from the lowest of the low, down in the dungeon, to being the viceroy of Egypt, overnight, in two seconds it happens. Emotionally, psychologically, he says the Nitziv, it's impossible for a person to handle. He'll either go crazy or drop dead from it. And yet Yosef HaTzadik seamlessly goes from the pit, from the jail, and becomes the viceroy, puts the, gets the crown, so to speak, and everything is calm and cool and collected. Pari said that Safnas Panech, you know what that means? That means you've been a king the whole time. You've been royalty the entire time. You've been at Salam Alikim the entire time. Nothing changed that even though your situation and your surroundings was that you were in jail and you were a slave. But inside you were a Melech. You were a Melech the entire time. All you were waiting for is to step out and receive that crown. And when that happened, that's who you are and that's who you were. And that's why it hasn't affected you. It's revealed who you truly are inside. Inside you had that potential and you were a Melech. It just hasn't come. You haven't gotten the crown and the clothing yet. But when that happened, you seamlessly walked into your job. Why is that? How did Yosef HaTzadik do that? How did Yosef HaTzadik walk out of that jail looking like a king because he was a king? Because he had emun ambitachna kadosh baruch hu ashrei agever asher sam hashem iftachoi. Fortune is the one who had bitachin zei Yosef says the Medrash. Yosef HaTzadik had unbelievable bitachna kadosh baruch hu throughout all of his years as an evad is in jail, and therefore that's why he walked out of jail. That's why he walked out with a Ruach Elikim over him. With a Tzalem Elikim. The Paroi was Metame. The Paroi couldn't understand how could it be you're not going out of your mind. And the conclusion is because you've been a Melech the entire time. Because you've had that Amun Amitachin. Just like the Roife in our story. Just like the child that Yeshua ben Hananya heard about, Yosef HaTzadik was the same way. Rabbi Sai, we need to be in awe of Rav Shalom Mardcha Rabashkin. Rav Shalom Mardcha Rabashkin faced with a 27 year sentence. And yes, whether he, he did things wrong, we all know that there was a lot of corruption and he did not deserve that the sentence that he received but we have to be in awe of him. Because he walked out of that jail as he was freed after eight years and eight days on Zayis Hanukkah. He walked out of that jail like a melech. He walked out of that jail looking like a melech. He walked out like a king because he was a king in jail. And he taught Klai what it means to be a king in any, in any situation. I have a letter that he wrote used to write letters to Klai Yisrael, besides individuals. A few years ago, Pesach, he wrote a letter to Klai Yisrael, full of emunah and bitachon about the geula, and he talked about how is his last day in prison going to look. And he talks about whether he'll have advance notice, not have advance notice, but even if he doesn't, he's not going to rush out of there. He's not going to rush out. He's going to stop in every room and see what he, what he became in that room. This is the room he davened. This is the room he learned. This is the room he avoided because of the trash that was in that room. And in each room, he's going to see what he received and how he grew in jail and walked out. 
But I don't think he had a chance, Rabbi Isai. Because Vayiritsu Minabar, they hurried him out with no prior notice. Like the Sipurne says, that when they took Yosef out of the boar, Bar Kiderach called Teshuas Hashem Shenasis Kemirega. This is like all of Hashem's salvations that happened in a moment. It happened with Yosef. It happened in Mitzrayim. We were chased out of Mitzrayim. Kigarshom Mitzrayim. And it will happen. says the Pisam It's going to be in a moment. Suddenly, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is there. He was sitting in his cell on Zayis Chanukah, 4:25 p.m., eating some matzah and some tuna. Zayis Chanukah Suda. They told him he's got to come out. He's got to go to the warden. He didn't know what was going on. Ended up taken to another building and they told him, You're free. And that was it. He was out by 5.20, 5.25, less than an hour. He was a free man. And even more than that, his wife, I was bothered. How did he walk out of there with a suit and a hat? Well, where did he have that from? Where was his jumpsuit? And I found out on Arab Shabbos because his wife got the news while she was on the George Washington Bridge. And she didn't have to turn around and go home and get him clothing. She went straight up to the prison. You know why? Because for the last eight years, she's had his suit and hat in that car waiting for the call. Because they had such a muna and bitachan and HaKadosh Baruch Hu that it could happen at any moment. And that's why he walked out a melech. He walked out a melech because he was a melech in prison. Like Yosef, like Yerbeshua Ben-Chananya's child, like that Rafe. Because he had a muna and bitachan and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, something that he taught us that we need to be in awe of. However, if we just celebrate with him and not learn from him, then we're not appreciating this, this occurrence, this incident. We're not really getting what we need out of it. How was it that he was so strong in his Amun HaMitachim? In his letter that he wrote, and he said it again, I heard him say it again, because no matter what level of Gehenim that he was put into, the Chayvah Salavavah, Shara Bitochen, never left his hand and never left his possession. And he learned it over and over. Chayvah Salavavah, Shara Bitochen. And that strengthened his Amuna and his wife's Amuna. And he taught Klai what it means to be, to have Amuna. He taught Klai what it means to be a Tzalim in jail, to be a Melech in jail. And that gave him the ability that when that moment came, it came in a moment. He didn't go crazy. He didn't lose his mind. He was able to make that transition seamlessly from being the prisoner to walking out a free man to being a melech because he was a melech. And that came from his amun bitachan and that came from the shara bitachan of chivas halavavas. And therefore I think that every one of us, as we celebrate with him, but out without learning from him how he did it and strengthening our own emuna mitachen, we're missing the boat. We need to prepare, just like Yosef got out kumayrega. We were chased out of Mitzrayim kumayrega. Rabbi Shalmarcha got out kumayrega. The Sipurni says Mashiach's going to come also kumayrega. Pisam and we've got to be ready to make that transition. We have to be ready to make that seamless transition. We have to be ready with our suit and our hat. That's it. That's our tire and our mitzvahs. There's no other way. At that point, it's going to be too late. It's not going to be time to add tire and mitzvahs. Whatever we have, whatever suit and hat we have, that's what we are going to be wearing. And we have to be ready for that. 
and the way to be ready for that, and the way to be able to make that transition, and the way to be able to be a melech in every situation that we find ourselves in our lives, is to v'chazek amunah mitochayin shar and chayvus halavav shar abitochayin. And I'm proposing that every person, and for our shul, we'd like to make some type of daily or weekly limud in chayvus halavav shar abitochayin to be mechazek our amunah, and every person should take on themselves to learn Sharabi Tochen. A beautiful sefer from Rev Rubinstein just came out in English on Sharabi Tochen. Beautiful, beautiful sefer explaining many different aspects of the words of the Chayvis Halavavas. But whichever way one chooses, if you really want to celebrate Rev Shal Mardchai, it's not only the dancing, it's not only the simcha. Learn from him! Learn from him, from that Moira Hayrabi Yisrael, that teacher of Kla Yisrael. He taught us Emunam Bitachain. And if we're Mechazik ourselves, then Be'ezz Hashem, Bikariv Mamish, when Mashiach's going to come, Pisaim, they're going to say, that's it. We'll be eating our little mats and our tuna, because that's all Olam Haza really is. And they're going to open the doors and say, time to leave. Take whatever you got and go. We'll be ready, because we have our Amuna, we have our Bitachain. We'll be ready to seamlessly walk out from Olam Hazeh into Olam Haba. Put on the crown, the crown of Mashiach Tzikeinu, that Be'ezus Hashem should come. Bimheir of Yameinu Amen.